that's what I'm talking about. People use different crutches. Some people use uh, alcohol. Some people use violence. Some people are just smart asses. Some people are assholes. Uh, some people drive fast. There's people that are using crutches to uh, compensate for dealing with their emotions. Food. Yeah, food. Yeah, you're right. You see where Exercise. A lot of people use exercise. Yeah, well, they use that more as a release, I think. No, it's still the you same. Know, still, yeah, you're right. If you need right. that release. You're right. That's what alcohol gives you. That's what the food gives you. That's what. But don't you think it would do so much better with everybody? They can still do their, you know, have a drink every now and then. They can still go exercise. That's a great thing. That's they can still do this. But wouldn't it just be better to address those emotions with the person that's causing those emotions? Yes. Because uh, you know as well as I do, you put layer upon layer of something. Sooner or later. It's gonna fester like a zit. Oh, how I know! If it if it's not dealt with, it just builds and builds. And one day it's gonna be a volcano. It's gonna to come to the surface, and you know it's it's gonna explode on people. They're not gonna uh, they're going to come out with an attack instead of with a debate, instead of with a uh, a talk about their problem. It's gonna turn it into an attack. Exactly. And then they're going to lash out at the it person. It is a festering boil that, if unattended, will kill right. you. They're, they're going to end up lashing out at somebody that either is the cause of the problem or, or, just, an, innocent bystander. or an innocent bystander. They're not going to be able to c- contain it properly. It's going to come across as uh, an evil attack for no reason. And then all of a sudden, they're the asshole. They're the dick. And yeah. it could resort in violence. It could resort in the loss of a uh, lifelong friendship. It could result in, uh, you know, a divorce. It could, it could, but if you just address the, the little or big things as they come, as they get to you. Well, that's easier said than done. Oh, it is. Sometimes, like uh, an acquaintance, I wouldn't say a friend, but sometimes it is a friend, but sometimes an acquaintance will say something. And it not hit you their backhanded remark or something like that for a couple hours when you don't even see them anymore. And then that's when the seed starts festering. And then that's when you could blow up on somebody else because of well, said acquaintance. Well, why don't you just call the acquaintance or find out how to get in touch with them? Or You're right. I agree. Uh, and a lot of times I found out that these offhanded comments or remarks were accidental. And but you didn't know because you didn't address that person. You said, oh, well, bless hey. your heart. Well, <laughs> that's that's the oh. bless your heart, cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's the southern thing. Um, that's what popped into my head when you was just saying that. We're you know, southern. Yeah. Backhanded comments is our religion, right? Well, you know something that bothers you. Let's say a person makes a comment and you feel. It was directed to you. Well, let's do this. Let's let's throw an example out there. You're exercising. You're losing weight. You're getting fit. Right. You're getting healthier. Right. And you just happen to decide one day, you know what? That little Debbie cake looks good. I haven't had one in two months. Oh, I'm going to get it. Oh, I, I've experienced that when I lost weight okay. the first time. But then a friend, acquaintance, a mother, a father, a brother, sister, somebody says, you're eating that? You don't need that. That right there hits you wrong. Yeah. Number one, it's none of your fucking business what I'm putting in my mouth. Number two, well, that's a backhanded comment. 
It is. Now, let me play devil's wow, advocate. Wow, I can't believe you're eating that. Let me play devil's advocate like because I don't know if you remember, that was one of my biggest complaints when I lost my weight the first time was I never thought I could eat that hot dog. You know, even if it was just one hot dog, because people are like, wait a minute, you're going to put your weight back on. Now, so I'm, I'm in your boat, but I'm going to play devil's advocate. Let's just say that person is saying, wait a minute, this person's come so far and done so good. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're not realizing. I want to be there for them. I want to say, hey, man, do you, you know what you're doing, right? There's better ways. Uh, well, I agree, but not everybody sees your better ways. They were raised different. They were taught different. Usually it's different an phrases. older generation. But if they were to say that, now what I would do, because I've lost my weight, I would be like, yeah, I haven't done it a long time. I'm just going to eat one. But thank you. And if they continue, I'd be like, hey, it's none of your fucking business. Oh, that's where I've had to go before. You know, I explained to you, I know what I'm doing. I've lost this weight. I'm just going to eat one. I know I know how it is. I appreciate you, you know, looking out for me and thinking that I'm just blindly eating. But I know what I'm doing. Fuck off. You know, if they say it the first time and say, are you sure? And I explain to them, oh, yeah, I, I didn't eat lunch so I could have a little Debbie. Or... I ate uh, a different way all day so I could have a slice of birthday cake to celebrate my friend's birthday. <clears throat> well, let's let's just put this out there for the listeners. If something like that is happening, that little Debbie cake is a step off the path, mm-hmm. a tiptoe off the path. It might not even be that. It might just be I ate two fucking salads today, and I want to up my calorie for today, so I'm going to grab this sugar delight that is little Debbie. By the way, little Debbie, we love you. Uh, you didn't go there, so I had to for you. Uh, anyway. By the way, I am recording. Okay. All right. Well, this is not great. a practice anymore. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I'm Cheeseburger, half your dynamic duo, sitting alongside one of my bestest buds in the whole wide world, Ace. We love you, little Debbie. And I just pulled a fast one on him again and started recording while we were in the middle of the discussion. So here we but, go. But what I'm saying, it's it's a tiptoe. A tiptoe, keep your opinion to yourself. I can understand that, but doesn't it make you feel better that people care enough about you to say it? When I'm straying off the path. But if people don't know you're straying, they think that is you're straying. Then they don't know me well enough or see me well enough or follow me on social media enough to know. Then, know. then they shouldn't have an opinion. Me, me personally, I appreciate people caring about me. I don't care. I do too when it comes across, when it's respectful. Not when it's a backhanded comment that you what shouldn't be the backhanded said. comment. What exactly? What would they say that would make you consider it backhanded? Like you're reaching for the little Debbie cake, and that person says, "What? Wow, you're eating a little Debbie cake." That's a backhanded comment. That could be wow, I and that might just be me because you know. I think it's a lot Jesus, of you. I'm insane as fuck. I think that's a lot of you because that could be interpreted so many ways. Because it's happened. It's happened. It could be like soda. It could be so much as, I haven't seen you eat that in so long. Wow, cool. Well, that's different. Well, maybe that's what they meant. But they didn't say that. They say, but you just, wow, you're eating a little Debbie cake. So that's how you interpreted it. What was well, going that's on me. You know that's, that's me. That's where I'm going. That I had, to, I had to start giving a lot of leeway when I lost my first. They don't do it so much with this one. This time I've lost weight. But I had to give a lot of leeway because... 
I don't know how people intend. I'm not good at reading like that. So I would go, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat this today. I'll, I'll make it for tomorrow or something. And if they continued, then I'd be like, hey, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. But I give them the initial, the initial saying because they could just be there for me. Yeah. You know, they could be. I always give them the initial. But if they continue to pursue, I'm like, you know what? Fuck off. I don't talk about, you know, you sleeping around, okay? Yeah. You know, I don't look at you and go like, wow, you're doing that one? Well, that's well, you know, part of my problem. I'm always on the defensive. You know that. I'm well, yeah, but well, you're really getting, in everything. You're really getting a lot of people that care about you now. Well, I doubt when, that. Oh but. yeah, when you're when you're not at a show, the they don't come up and say, "Hey, cheeseburger, how you doing?" They say, "Hey, where's Ace?" You are getting a lot of, of a lot of people, and I think when you do that, when you start getting a lot of people, is when you really have to accept more of the quote-unquote backhanded comment. Well, see, that goes exactly to what we was just talking about. You say it's concern or just asking where I'm at. Well, I'm like, no, it's a way to start a conversation with Cheeseburger. Yeah. Well, see, that's <laughs> see what, that goes back to me being that, insane. Yeah, that's what we talk about so many times. Get Ace out of Ace's head. Oh, yes. that And, and, and we've worked on it, and it's slowly... Well, it's, it's starting to change. I've noticed a change. But the biggest thing of it is is... You've had so many people against you in your life. You've had so many people that have given you that look of like, God, you're you're fat or God, you're whatever. Yeah. Because I'm a quiet dude. Right. A loner, basically. But now, and I'm not saying all your, your other friends are bad, but now you're starting to acquire some of my friends. And most of my friends are biker or biker adjacent. Yeah. And my friends don't give a fuck. They only give a fuck about your well-being. They don't. If you're seven thousand pounds, but you're looking healthy and you're acting healthy, they don't give a shit. Yeah. But if they see you struggling, they want to struggle with you. If they see that you're doing something wrong, they're gonna let it slide for a while to see if you you come back on the straight. But if not, they're gonna say something. And it's gonna be eat. And bikers are the most crude people you'll ever meet. Yeah. They're not gonna say. Uh, Hey man, I'm worried about you. I'm like, what the fuck's your problem, man? Yeah, you know they're they're gonna set, they're Straight gonna say blunt it. to yeah. the point. Well, that I would respect a lot more than yeah. now, the backhanded well, bullshit. Well, a lot of the places we go, some of the people we're meeting are not that way. They're they're not. They're gonna say something, and half of it's gonna be out of concern. The other half is gonna be like, I'm a snob. Uh, I can name a few, but I oh, won't. We, well, we can name several. But I do think. If you see somebody struggling, it's your duty as a good human to say something. But it's also your duty not to say it in an evil way. Think about it before you say it. Because if you say it wrong, if I were to sit there and go get that slice of cake and somebody go, wow, you're just going to plump it all back up, ain't you? Leave some cake for the rest of us. I'm going to eat three or four pieces. Just to fucking spite you. Well, see, that I won't do. I'll, I'll do it hard. I won't eat for the next three days. I'll just get pissed off because you fucking had the nerve to say something when I'm only getting a <laughs> Oh, where my little, when I have the knife on the cake and it's going to be a little sliver, when they say, oh, you're going to fatten it back up again, I go straight for the five-inch slice. Yeah. Wow. See, yep, you're me. damn right, bitch. I'm the guy that would... You're right. I don't need a fucking piece of cake, motherfucker, and I'll leave the place. Oh, I'll get a big old chunk, and I'm like, can I use your fork? 
I'll be like, what does that say? Uh, the uh, you gonna eat your cornbread? You gonna eat your I'd show no do it when they're when when they're sitting there. I finish my slice. You gonna eat your slice? <laughs> you damn right I would. Just to fucking piss them off. Fuck them and the fish eating friends. But that's just me. That's how I would do it. You know? Yeah. Because I'm the type of person you ain't. I ain't gonna let you know you got me. Fuck you. I'm not giving well, you. I'm technically, you that is letting them know you. You they got to you by you saying yeah. Well, no. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get an extra big piece of. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't tell them. I would just do it. I'd just cut it. So, yep, I'm going to eat me a piece of cake today. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I go to get that little sliver of cake, and they're like, hey, you going to blow your diet and gain it all back? I'll take half that fucking cake away. But, yep, good deal. <laughs> you got a little on your <laughs> chin. You might it down on. I don't care. I'm like, hey, you got a little on your chin. You mind if I lick the fuck out of that, too? <laughs> Damn right I would. See, I'm not that dude. I wouldn't eat for three days afterwards, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> to make up for those calories. But Starvation. I'm anyway. like, oh, yeah, buttercream. How's that working out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Ooh, just, shit. you know, I'm, I'm a smart ass as much as the next person, I guess. Speaking of smart asses, tech support showed up. Yeah, finally. Lazy mother. I don't know what we're going to do with him. Got two stickers on his titties. I voted. He's just highlighting his nipples. He's highlighting his nipples. <laughs> Another backhanded comment. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And he didn't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> you piece of shit. But yeah, I mean, that's just how I am. That's what I would do. Well, let's change the subject. Why don't we? Let's talk about beliefs. Be- like, we mean beliefs. Like, not, well, not like God. No. Well, yeah. We could use that example. I have an example I want I w- in my head, but I, I'm not going to talk about you'll it. You'll defer to aliens. UFOs. Hell yeah, I believe in UFOs. Che- Why just chill? Cheeseburger believes in UFOs. Yep. You just said it. Yep. And you're being honest, 100% yeah, honest, yeah. for real. I think they roll up their windows when they pass. Okay, out. what yeah. if your friends and family say you are so wrong? I don't give a shit. I, I well, you look at my family. I live in the household of cheese. Don't know shit. Cheese is stupid. Ends up everything. Ninety nine point eight percent of the things I say come are right, and they end up eating crow. But they'll never let me know. But yeah, I'm I'm the ultimate. You don't know shit, dude. But that might not have been what you want. You to confused say. the. I get what. You, wait. Pause. What if, what chill. if I was in the family? Everybody okay, in my let's family not said go you're UFO. wrong. Well, hell, that's every day. Okay, let's not go UFO. Okay. Let's say, uh, what's something you could believe in, like in yourself? Like, you believe oh. you're funny. Okay, yeah, okay. And and a lot that's of people. That's not a good example either, because you know my family. They don't have a sense of humor. Well, we're not going with you. Shut the fuck up for a okay. second. Okay. Damn it. All right, go ahead. You about to make me throat punch tech support just for being here. I'm going to interrupt you 20 more times. <laughs> just, just so that I'm happens. trying to get this thought out. Right, go it, ahead. It, it, go it ahead. I will shut up until you're done. No, you won't. I will this time. Okay. Happy birthday. I hate you, cheese. You just had to get it out before the end of the podcast. Didn't you? I hate what? you, cheese. I, I want to get it done early. Go ahead. Okay. You no, we can't go with your funny because everybody says you're funny. Well, they should, I need let's something. Make it up. Let, something. Let's, let's, some let's people say with, I don't look good in a wig. Okay. Well, you don't look good with your hair, but see, so that don't mean nothing. All right. Well, uh, I'm trying to think of an example without bringing up my example because I can't catch be, a fish. That's not a belief. 
I believe I can catch fish. <laughs> but if you can't, then that's not a belief. Well, true. <laughs> Tech support, help me out with an I example. One day I'll catch fish. Is that true? I can't draw worth a fuck. But you, do you believe you can? Some things I think I draw good. I mean, like deep down, deep in your soul, you think you're an artist. Yes. For real? Yes. Okay, and nobody believes you? Nobody. Then this is a perfect example. What if you kept saying, I'm an artist, kept showing people your artwork, what you consider artwork, and I've never seen it, so you can't take any of this the wrong way because I don't know. You keep saying you're an artist and keep showing everybody. Your, right. You know, your close friends, the people that know you the best. The, the people that I believe matter to me. Yes. Okay. That are in your top ten circle. Right. Wouldn't be a circle, but you get what yeah, I'm saying. I get you. They're your Lord of the Rings fellow. Right. My fellowship. Okay. What if, if they keep telling you you're not an artist and keep telling you you're so wrong you are so wrong cheese Mm -hmm. you're wrong do you as cheeseburger and tech support do you finally cede to their argument and say you know what i'm not an artist all right or because you believe so deeply in your soul that you are an artist do you keep Keep believing it and maybe, and and if you do decide to keep believing you're an artist, do you just quit talking to the said fellowship about being an artist? You hold it in. You leave it for cheese and cheese alone. Well, this is where I'm going to go with that. Okay. Because I, I seriously need advice. This is serious. This I need is, advice on this. For many years, I believed uh, the people that were closest to me telling me that my ideas were stupid. Right. I would write down potential inventions. Well, that dog polishing machine, it really didn't work out. The tenth dog, but, you know. Anyway, continue. I I apologize. I didn't didn't know they had a temperature setting. Um, (gasps) What? Calm down, dude. It's okay. Um, I just had a bug crawl out. my, My deal is this. The people that are closest to me. But it's a good one. Uh, I believed them for years, telling me my ideas are stupid. I would come up with uh, inventions. I would come up with potential money. Okay, makers. now you're changing the example. Well, I'm I'm using I'm using different things to maybe okay get to where I'm, would touch I need to go. Other people okay, that are listening. Continue. I, I, in my heart, I believe they were good. Right. But being told I was stupid, or being told that I was not, or being told it would never work, I dropped the subjects. There was no no sense in arguing anymore. They were basically, in my mind, teamed up against me. Okay. Now, okay, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Now, knowing that and knowing you you just quit talking about it, right? I just dropped the whole idea. I didn't, okay. I didn't keep going. But deep down in your soul, do you still believe your ideas were great and still key, continue to believe yes. your ideas are great Be- and still have ideas? Yes, because a minimum of three of my ideas have actually been discovered by other people not through me they just came up with the same idea and now they're millionaires well there's this belief that everywhere a new idea has popped into right. like 10 people at heads the same time at the yeah. exact same time uh, years before several of the items that are out there now i've had this actually uh, <laughs> i've come up with well you know the automatic pot stir yep i have a drawing of that that i did 
you know, 25 years ago. And then all of a sudden it's on the market. Now, that might be the dumbest idea in the world, but it was on TV, and I'm sure the guy at least sold a million dollars worth. You know? Yeah. Uh, I've come up with several other ideas that have ended up on uh, as products that are used today. They might not be the exact same design as mine, but they're the they do the exact same thing. You know right. what I'm saying? So if I had ignored those people and tried and found something, I could be that millionaire. So I, what I've learned over the years, due to this, is. There's always going to be somebody trying to keep you down, whether it be because they decided they weren't creative and they didn't come up with that idea, so they're going to shoot you down. Or they're jealous that you're able to come up with that. Or if they genuinely think it's a stupid idea. But that's just one or two people. If there's, let's say, a million people out there with your uh, that thinks your idea is good, whether it be right here, Coming up through your ground. Whether it be a, a underwater basket weaving idea or whether it be a, a, a new style of can opener. Well, that's not good. If there's a million people out there that have that idea and are willing to pay a dollar for it, well, you're a millionaire. So, so <clears throat> I, I've learned just with that example. It. So you still keep your true idea that is true to you. If that is your dream, if that is. Well, what it's not a dream. It's a belief in you. If that is your belief, you are going to be either your biggest supporter or your biggest hater. And it's all up to you to decide which one you're going to be. Are you going to be a hater of yourself or are you going to be your biggest supporter? And if you end up believing those people like I did for years, well, then you just join their team. You didn't keep your your unity with yourself. You didn't keep your belief in yourself. You didn't keep your pride and your chin up. And that means, and I hate to say it, you're the biggest fault of it. Because it was your belief. Because it was your belief, and you are either your biggest hater or your biggest supporter. Don't go hitting that. Oh, no, I know where it is. It does it all the time. Thank you, though. So... I, I promise. I know where it is. That is my belief. Now, I don't Appreciate say, I'm, I'm not going to say that my belief should be believed by everybody. No, you know, that, that, if that doesn't work for you. Don't do it. But my belief is if you are either your biggest supporter or your biggest hater, and it's up to you, you which know, one you want to be. No, that argument you, or example you set, did exactly what I needed it to do. And, and another thing. And because of that, I would like to put this on podcast, Cheese. Okay. I won't tell you why, and we'll drop it. Drop this whole topic after I say this. Well, I might have one or two little things to say. Okay, about. we'll continue. Then I'll uh, then I'll drop it. I believe that there are things that I have downed people on that I actually thought was a good idea, but I was scared for them. Okay. In one way or another, so I have been the person that I'm bitching about too, and I, everybody has in one way or another. Yeah. And a lot of uh, sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. Right, I would uh, agree with that. There, and I, I want to admit something to you. Okay. I did you wrong once, but I wait was, just once. Wait, <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> but I was scared for you. Okay. Uh, is it no here? You no, and I'd rather it doesn't matter. But if we ain't got to go into that, well, that's what I was going at. Oh, okay. I, I was against that. Well, I know. I know that. But I was scared for you. But that was 
that doesn't deal with what we're yeah, talking but, about at the moment. But, but I, I get you. You believe that was what you needed, and that, and it ended up good, right? But at the time, I was so scared. Well, I think you were more scared at losing your friend. That oh, well, at was, losing an acquaintance because we're not <laughs> well, that's friends. What I, was about I still to say. hate you, Keith. I, I was scared that you weren't gonna wake up. Right. And, and I believe, and I would have rather had you. The, that's the another way good you example, were, actually. But still have you, right? Then not have you at all. But if nothing would have changed back then, you might not still have me. You're true. You're but anyway, right. text support. But you see where I'm going, right? Yeah. And I wanted to apologize to you. Publicly. I got you. Text support. What do you think of that? Well, you don't been walking and probably forgot what I asked. And I. Okay, tech supports on life support at the moment. Okay, well, let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. But before I change the subject. You got another subject to talk about? No. Well, yeah. Okay. It's going to, after change, after I say this and we change the subject, it's going to lean into the new subject. Okay, tech support. Oh, well, tech support decides, hold on, we got a jet flying over. We're out in public at a state park drinking. And he's he's definitely waiting a second. What if it's something that it's not going to hurt? Okay, anybody? I'm glad you said that. Tech support, in case no one heard, says you should always the the people that would tell you not to believe in whatever you're believing in could has could and most likely do have the best interests at your heart. Correct? Is that what you? Basically but then said. sometimes they're just dicks, man. <clears throat> okay, in Cheese's example, I can see where that would work. In the example, I will not bring up because, well, I just don't want to. <clears throat> it wouldn't help. True, the the friends and family that are a counterintuitive toward my belief, and this is my example. It doesn't help that they're against me on this. It doesn't help one bit, one iota. And honestly, I might tell you this off air later. Because you have not been in this contra uh, contradict Ace's belief. For, for the sake of the podcast, though, can we say, can we ask a quick question before you finish? You can. It might, it might help explain. Okay. The people that are counterintuitive to your belief or, or need. Right. Is your belief or need something that could be detrimental to who you are? No. Not one bit. So it couldn't hurt you. It's no. It couldn't, you know, change uh, your Let's put it outlook like this. on your family. My belief is a United States Air Force car carrier. And... I got all eyes 360 in this belief. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that close friends and close family think I am a thousand percent wrong, and I don't believe it one iota. I believe a you difference in belief versus constructive criticism versus support. I agree. I cannot believe you, but still support you. I agree. That's where I'm falling short. That's where I believe. It's every everyone's falling short. I cannot believe in it. Still give you constructive criticism and a push in what would be the right direction for you. In yes. your opinion. In your, well, no. Uh, to support your belief, I can still see, hey, 
he needs support to get from point A to point B, even though I don't think he needs to get to point B. I can still push. Right. I, yeah, I guess I can see that. Okay. Now, changing the subject. Oh, but my last comment toward this is on record. Fuck you, cheeseburger. Okay. Uh, because of the topic we just finished. Sure. Uh, insanity has is defined as... Now, I've always believed in you. Not in this one aspect, so fuck you, cheeseburger. We're on to a different subject. So shut the fuck up. I, I, oh, you're shut horseshit. the fuck up. I'm going to get technical support to slap the piss out of you. Okay. Which humans do me? <clears throat> Insanity is defined as doing the same thing. Doing the same exact thing over, over and, and over, over again, again and expecting the a different, different outcome. Right. So, my question is if that is the definition of insanity, yet. The thing you keep doing is you. Okay, something certain cheeseburger does, mm-hmm. and he keeps doing it because it's cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck, you done got me confused. Shit, well, trying to explain it doesn't confuse me. Do you change? Does someone change their self? To try to get a different outcome, just to try to get a different outcome, or do you stay true to yourself? That's that's what okay, my question. Do you going. stay true to cheeseburger and hope, plan for the best, hope for the best, you know, all that good stuff, pray for the best, hope for this one certain thing to turn out, but it never has and it may never will if you continue down the same cheeseburger path. Does cheeseburger? Change. Let me explain something to you. To try to get a different outcome. Yes. Or text and text support. Yes, you would change because that wouldn't be doing the same thing. That would be doing something different in order to get a different outcome. But you're changing cheeseburger. You're not necessarily changing. You are changing cheeseburger soul. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking you. Invented the light bulb. I'm not. I'm not worried about Thomas Edison. The guy that invented the light bulb tried how many times? He tried a hundred and something times. Three times. Actually, it was thousands. I think it was like 12,000. But anyway. Continue. They asked him how did it feel to fail that many times. He said, I didn't fail. I learned how not to do it. Exactly. So if you're wanting an outcome and you're not getting it, you're learning by failing how to get the outcome. So therefore, you would have to change to get the desired outcome. Now, I'm not saying, well, I'm, I'm definitely not into cannibalism, but I want this person, so maybe I should, you know, kill a hitchhiker and eat him. I'm saying that, well, you know, I'm wanting to be the life of the party. Maybe I should, you know, wear a funny shirt. I don't like funny shirts, but I want to be the life of the party. But, you know, I don't really like like them, but you know what? I'm going to change them. Well, that, that's... So, yes. That goes back to the belief. Do so, you yes, change, you have to change a little. Do you change your belief? Well, in, it all depends on what belief you're talking about. Are you I know, talking about that's religion or are you talking about Let's cannibalism? Let's change the subject again because we ain't getting nowhere on this one. Let's take it that you're trying to pick up women, which I'm positive that's where you're going. Not with this question, no. What you do is you find out, number one, if you want a woman, you have to be the equal of that woman. And I'll explain to you why. If the woman 
if the woman is a nice dresser and wants to to be presentable all the time, you don't walk up to her unshowered in a holy t-shirt with grease on it. If the woman is into her career and making something out of herself, she doesn't want a bum. If the woman that you're after uh, wants to help the community and, and raise up standards in her community, when you ride in a car with her, you don't throw your wrappers out the window. Even if that's what you normally do. Well, I wouldn't do that to well, Tupac. Well, I know you wouldn't. But to what? Tupac. Oh. But, oh. <laughs> damn you. It took me a second. But damn you. But yeah, so therefore, you would have to change a little. That's not changing your core, Who? what your core beliefs are. That's changing. Life is change. And that means everybody has to change to accommodate life. Life is evolution. Evolutions change. Yes. So you have to evolve in your surroundings. You have to evolve in your friendships. You have to evolve in your. Okay, uh, let me get back. Let me let me throw this at you. Should a tiger change his spots to try to become a zebra? You should not. True. What did I say? Does a tiger change should, his spots? Okay, should a leopard? Change his design to try to become a zebra. You piece of shit. Take well, number support. one, that's a horrible. Why are you just now listening when I talk and you don't listen when he talks? That is a horrible you analogy bas- because number one, he can't. No, no, it, it's it's an analogy. It's an extreme anal- you uh, analogy. You should not change your core. Okay, that's all I need. You should change. You have to change. Everybody that is listening, everybody that is born. Well, you have to evolve. Well, that's where I think me and you are seeing change and evolve are same thing. It is, but it's just don't change. Evolving is at a very slow rate. Everything evolves super slow. Okay. okay. Now, now true, and evolution can be in a millisecond. Somebody can go from infant to a ninety-year-old dead. In yeah. a millisecond. But the evolution still in its course of life is a slow, slow, slow process. I, I believe that... What? Tech? I believe that you can continue with your core. So you're saying evolve. What you are, but change in order to get the desired effect you're looking for. So evolve. That's what you're saying. Don't well, that say doesn't change, necessarily have to change is irritating. That doesn't happen, but, but it doesn't time. happen to be something that, with evolution or evolving, you're making it's a permanent thing. With change, you can change back. Uh, if you what try if said change is fake? You have to want the change. I believe. I have. I have to. Think, okay, there's there it is. Or okay. or actually, you don't really have to want it, but I think. If you're looking for a desired effect, you have to try it to see if you want it to be permanent. Right. Does this uh, have anything to do with the lipstick and stilettos you bought? Yeah, does this have anything to do with that stuff we found in, in, in your room? Anyway, what uh, we were talking about, tech support, I told you not to bring that up on the podcast. You yeah, I, piece I do of think shit. You, you have to because I've, I've had to change, or whatever you want to call it, I've had to change a lot with my... Uh, career path. You know, let's, let's face it. Uh, I was against this podcast. I remember when we first talked about it, I was against it. 
Well, you thought it would amount to nothing. And, sir, and I, was right. I hate to prove you were right. But, uh, <clears throat> but, no, I didn't even want to give it a try. Right. I talked you into it. And I changed. I gave it a shot. I said, well, you know what? What the hell? I checked it out a little bit. We're waiting for this jet to pass. Oh, that's yours before I lose it. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, in giving it a try, I changed my thought pattern enough to say, you know, I'll try it a couple times. We'll see how it goes. And I'm glad it happened. So let's say this. I think we both can agree to this. Mm -hmm. Don't fear evolution. Okay. But should you fear the change? When I when I gave the well, definition of the two, should you fear either one? You don't have to fear it. But you have to look at it with caution because it is said change. Change in and of itself it should have a little bit of not fear but anxiety or I think you should be well uh, consciousness of it. Yeah, I, I think you have to. Uh, hold fear that. isn't the right. Well, I guess where I was going is if you wanted to change your image and you decided to, well, you know what the hell? I'm gonna dress up like a cowboy. I'm gonna get a cowboy hat, a big belt buckle. Well, I have some, been thinking about getting a cowboy well, hat. Actually, I was because <laughs> I've always wanted one. I was thinking about that the other day. Serious, but I'm not kidding. That is something you could put on. You could try it for a couple weeks. So you know what? This ain't working for me. And then throw the damn cowboy hat in the corner and never wear it again. Well, it depends on what working for me is. If uh, it's attraction of the opposite sex, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm here to talk about. It's just... Well, we, we got to what I needed. Uh, I, I believe... Don't fear it, but... I don't think you should fear it, but I think you should... There should are, evolve. Everyone. I Everything... Think, I think there's a time to move past your comfort because zone. you get stagnant, right? And you have to push yourself behind, uh, outside of your comfort zone, to experience something, to try something, to give something a chance. You have to go outside your comfort zone. That means you're going to have to do some things that you wouldn't normally do. You're going to have to talk a certain way, or dress a certain way, or act a certain way, and you might find out that you know that was the real me all along, right? But in order to get there, you have to try it. Right. Cool. Changing subjects again. All right. I bumped into one of our old friends a few days ago. Look, if I owed him money, I hope you didn't tell him where I was. Oh, I didn't. I actually drove him by your house. You wasn't there. <clears throat> they you drove it. him by my house? Yeah, I'm nice like that. Okay. They didn't know where you lived. She said, you're the daddy of all her kids. I normally don't ask women this until they tell me they're pregnant, but what was her name? Well, for the sake of the podcast, we're going to say Bartender's Widow. Oh, my God. I haven't seen her. I talked to her on Messenger. Not I don't think she listens, but if she does, bartender, she looks awesome. Really? Yeah, she looks great. She was one of uh, her husband, uh, her widowed husband, was one of my best friends ever. Yep. And uh, he died tragically. It started back. Never mind. He died tragically due to a uh, uh, panic attack. Uh, I can't remember the technical word for it. He had passed out and stopped breathing. He he had alerted the uh, local people. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to get in trouble. Of his condition and such and 
basically they passed the call on to the hospital instead of coming out faster themselves and he had been without oxygen for too long and it's I know she didn't listen to the podcast she didn't have time for podcasts but it's very tragic to me because it happened on my birthday and uh, they were when they found out it was my birthday she started crying and saying I'm so sorry and I'm like why and she goes because now you'll you'll never forget this and like, do you think I'm going to forget it anyway? I don't care what day of the week it was or what day of the month it was. Do you think I'm going to forget this? You know, he's my best friend. And uh, I miss him daily. I remember a lot of the shit we got in. Well, you knew him. You know how oh, he was. Oh, yeah. I love Crazy him. as shit. And uh, we used to go out to his house and party all the time. He'd go in his man cave and have fun. Oh, he was a great guy. He was... They won't make another one like him. He that's was, for sure. He was infectious. His personality was infectious, and that was before it was cool with COVID. Yeah, he was. And you know, he never he never met like a stranger. He would be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on in, yeah. sit down, grab a beer, whatever. Oh, oh, like a rookie. You have But that's the twang. That's the flavor, I reckon. Uh, but yeah, actually, it does take. And you say she's looking like good. Shit might have been spread on it. So yeah, she, she looks good. Did she say how she's doing? Oh, she says she's doing good. She doesn't have time for messenger. She said, literally, I'm still getting up every day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she had a rough time. She went through a severe depression when he passed. Uh, no, she looked she looked good. I'll message her. I keep saying that like. Several times. I don't mean nothing by it. And then once a month, like, she'll answer every one of them at once. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about her and her husband coming to my house? Which one? I've he heard. came to my house, called my mom out and all. We we're sitting under my tree. And he said, Cheese, and she had no idea what he was there for. He said, Cheese, I've been thinking. I, I want to ask you something. I'm like, Oh, okay. My God, man. And uh, I said, Yeah, what's up? And he goes, I wanted to tell you that if I ever die, I want you to marry my wife. And I'm like, uh, Do. Do, do I have any say in this? You know, uh, she, her eyes got so big. So now when I see her, she's like, where's my ring? Yeah. Where's my ring? And uh, I'm I'm always going to be there for her. I mean, well, she's, she's in a relationship. I, and she's, she's awesome, in a relationship, yeah. relationship with a good guy. Yeah, that's uh, what, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I, I, I think we were talking about it a couple months ago. Yeah, because right? I asked about her. Uh, she, he's a real good guy. Hard so she's working three jobs. I don't doubt it. She stays busy. Yeah. And, uh, she says she's doing good, though. I wonder how them youngins are doing. I didn't ask. I don't know them. I mean, I'm friends with them on Facebook, but uh, they don't ever post anything. I don't know them. Oh, uh, they, they're good never kids. Met them, they're really good think, kids. One of them is anyway. super smart. The other ones are damn. Well, they're both damn good looking kids. Anyway, uh, all right, back to sure podcasting. Oh, we had oh a, I got some good news real quick. No, you don't. But yeah, my son's coming down this weekend. Oh, I almost said his name. <laughs> I haven't oh. seen him in. CD release party? I just forgot. Yeah? Uh, he showed, no, it wasn't CD release party. It was one of my comedy shows. Okay. And I totally bombed because I couldn't stop looking at him. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I, t- I bombed so bad, y'all. He I went home with Tits McGee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> he did. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't seen the, 
Well, son, in a while, he's going to show up for one of our shows. I can't weekend. wait. I hope to see him myself. I, I, I enjoy him. We'll talk him into taking a shirt off and showing that tattoo. Yes. That's so like bad. He's got a full and he better back. have our car with him. I think he's riding a motorcycle. Yeah, piece of shit. Won't uh, bring us our car. And I told him, I said, can you let me borrow it for one summer? That's the verbal abuse car, man. He 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 uh, makes things. He's making it, a diesel motorcycle. I, yeah, I was just say I think it hits late in the week and early next week. But yeah, I get to see him and spend some time with him. He, he's gonna run a motel, so I'm gonna after the show go over and stay up all fucking night. Well, so, we need to finish the podcast. We got yeah, we, an interview oh, we, coming up after I think this. We, we need to put that at the beginning too. We'll make another clip if you can move it to the beginning. Uh, we have an exciting interview from me from a band called Creek. They are an up-and-coming band. I'm telling you what, their original song is the shit. Yeah, well, oh, fuck, I forgot what it was called. Uh, Red, Red, White, White and Blue, Blue I guess. I, don't, I didn't ask them what it was I called. Sure we got it recorded, there though. Is, I will put it on There is no reason our website can't be on radio. after the podcast goes there's, over. There's no reason it can't be on the radio. I love that fucking it's, song, dude. It's so good. We got a video. We got the video we'll try to put it interview. Up I will try to get to Wi-Fi and put that version up, too, after the podcast. It is but it is, it is creekband.com. You can reach them there for... Yep. Reservations, what tech support? Oh, that is K R E E K B A N D dot as in period, uh, a C and then an O and then an M because tech said to spell it. I've been, I've been singing that one part of the Mustang side that changed. Yeah. I've been singing that shit all week, man. I wish we had recorded that. That's so badass. I was, I was waiting on the Fresh Prince to come up. And I looked at you right before. I'm like, it's going to. They said they're going to wrap it apart. Every band does Fresh Prince. Anyway, and it's Creek. K R E E K on Facebook. It is Mike Robertson, lead guitar, Steve Loveless on rhythm and lead singer, Eugene Green, bass, banjo, mandolin, and singer, William Teller and his drums, and Jamie Keller on keyboards and singer. They all, they've been together four, and, four to five years. Known each other uh, forever. Uh, they are some veterans. At least Mike is. I don't, I don't think the other one said if they were or not, but I know Mike Robertson is a veteran. Uh, Mike McCarroll Band has music out that Mike Robertson wrote that is apparently on the Billboard charts right now. Yeah, he wrote some songs. Right, right by Mike McCarroll Band. Uh, his, their original music is coming. They are based out of Marion County, Alabama. But they will do shows almost anywhere, they said. They have a show coming up June 6th, The Benefit, at Hodges Horse Park in Hodges, Alabama. You know, they've played to crowds. It's 15,000 people. Yeah, that's what they said. I mean, they have, during, they, during they the have interview. a lot. Listen to the interview. Uh, July 11th is another one of the ver- their uh, appearances at the VFW 4919 in Sheffield, Alabama. That is and, Creek K-R. And, you know, that's the first band that I've seen that almost every member sang. Yeah. I mean, the, the drummer didn't sing that we saw. And it was an awesome interview. It, I loved it. I did, too. I love them guys. We, we didn't really crack up a lot, but we got a lot of good information, learned a lot about them. Yep. They are uh, really up and coming. And I'm telling y'all, this original song that we're going to put on this podcast, there is no fucking reason this shouldn't be on the radio now. Yep. It is that damn good. And you've, you've heard us talk about Seeking 7, and some of theirs should be on the radio. Yeah. Uh, we interviewed Carl on the Road Dogs. He is now being on the radio. Yep. We have, 
Yeah, well, actually, Seek and Seven has been on uh, radio several times yeah. doing their live songs. So we can call them pretty good. I got to say, we got a pretty good record. Yep. At calling them. Well, I'm going to call this one. This should be on the radio. Especially now, today. Yeah, especially today. It What's really. Going on? It, yeah, it has a lot. A lot of hit home moments. So I really think y'all are going to enjoy it. I hope you do. And uh, are we about to put it on now, you think? Yeah. Uh, oh, one last thing. I heard there's riots going on. Really? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Anyway, it's Where? been good. Take care. Are there any around here? I don't know. Well, you know they're going to come around here. we got too many guns. So, okay. All right, everybody. This is... Cheeseburger and Ace for the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. We're going to go straight into that interview and we'll tag on the music right after this. Uh, right after the interview. We'll do the interview or the music first or the interview first. I don't care. That's up to tech, I guess. No, uh, we're no. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to put something on the front. And we got to do closers, he said. Right. So, All right, everybody. We're going to call it quits. I'm Cheeseburger for the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I hate you, Cheese. And, and Cowboy Ace. Sucks. And Cowboy Sucks. Tech support's in the corner. He's... T- God, zip it up, man. Sexual there goes fucking them pervert. damn wrecking ball Let me nuts. turn this off. Wait a minute. Before we do, suck, make, them, make them go up. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking does that. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast and band interviews. Today, we've got an exciting band for you. I think you're going to love them. They're called Creek. They're an up-and-coming band in Mississippi. They have a great sound. We've been listening to them set up. I I really think you're going to love them. We're hoping to put some of their music on here for you so you can love them as much as we do. And let's see, we've got, let me introduce the band here. With all my high-tech equipment, I don't even have a light over here. Boy, I go all budget out, don't I? We've got Mike Robertson on lead guitar. We've got Steve Loveless on rhythm guitar, and he's a lead singer. We've got Eugene Green on the bass, William Teller on drums, and Jamie Copeland on keyboards. Where did you? I need to get the spelling. Okay. Yeah, it's Keller. Oh, Keller? Okay. Boy, man, we're on point today, aren't we? We are professionals. We're professionals. We can't help it. Hey, DJ's just pulled out back. Yeah, we just pulled out anyway. We'll edit it. (laughs) Uh, Now, tell me, how long have y'all been a band? Y'all been playing together long? Four or five years, something like that. Four or five years. Now, off now some, we've been some together. of us have been playing together for a long oh, yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. All right. this, this buddy right here, this mm-hmm. man right here, Eugene, he's one of my best friends. We grew up in grade school. I got pictures of us in 1976 in band. Wow. And uh, you don't get friends oh, like that Oh, you don't get friends last that long too much. Uh, now, tell, I was the last one to join the band too. So, I, I've only so you're the late about, cover. This about, band, we've been in different bands together. Three, right. Three yeah. <laughs> we we played in a band called Rearview together. <laughs> but now, now I'm the oldest. <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm going to explain to everybody. The keyboard player is not coming down for the uh, interview. Uh, he's had an accident. Uh, it would take a lot for him to get off that stage. Uh, he, he's our cripple. Oh, he's the he's the he's the resident cripple. Yeah, have to go by the nursing home. Now I notice you're wearing a hat. That, uh, you're retired military. Yes, I am. Uh, you retired are you, any of y'all in the military yeah. as well? well? I have a lot of respect for that man. Uh, that yeah, thank you so oh, much, reserve. Uh, now, 
Y'all have some original songs, I, I hear. We do. Uh, uh, we don't do too many of them out right now. Right. We haven't got them worked up real well. Maybe an album in the future? Or? Maybe. 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 We'll see what we got. Going. It's going to take some work to get it done. Go ahead. Well, it's it's a lot of work. We, we, we interview a lot of bands. And it's it's going to take some work and a lot of money. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we interview a lot of bands, and it's it's very hard. We, we talk to bands that have worked on it steadily for months and months and months i mean it's it's a really really a hard now, thing I, I do have two songs that are being played nationwide right now uh, really by the mike mccarroll band mike mccarroll band yeah they uh, so you're you, you do the writing i or? do some of the writing yeah wow that is talent now let me ask y'all some questions let people get to know y'all a little bit uh what is your music background are you self-taught professional self-taught. all of you self-taught, self-taught. wow my mama taught me. Oh, your mom taught Yeah, and I'm proud hey. to say it. <laughs> I wore out a bunch of pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. So you were you were the, the whooper on everything yeah, growing up. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, so your mom taught you, and y'all just pretty much taught yourself or had yeah. friends yeah. teach you or pick up things as you go, stuff like that? Yeah. Well, my mother was a musician herself. I, I runs actually, with my family. I, I just most of the time play with my organ. That's the only thing I'm good at. Uh, I play the skin flute all the time. <laughs> uh, now, you said your mom taught you. Do y'all come from musical families? Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I was saying. My whole family, both so, sides of my family were uh, musical. This as far back as I can remember. My mother telling me about her grandfather even uh, said he was one of the, she said he was one of the best fiddle players and uh, North Mississippi, so right. people travel from everywhere to come here and play and get him to play in bands. Wow! Now the rest of y'all, y'all come from music. My family, family. my I'm family the only was. One in my family that uh, they started out gospel music called the Green Family back. Okay. When I was had gospel few, music, had some albums out here. too. Yeah, they they cut a couple of albums. And That's what I grew up with. Gospel. Now you told me your keyboard player played several instruments. Uh, yeah, a lot of us played several instruments. Oh really? What yeah. all, what all y'all play? Drums. Drums. <laughs> I played guitar, lead rhythm, uh, drums, bass. You know. Which one do you like better, the bass or the guitar? I'm a guitar. I've got a friend, uh, Germ. He uh, was playing guitar, and they moved him to bass, and he fell in love with the bass. He he just didn't want to change, but I guess it's what you get comfortable with. You know. Now, do you play multiple instruments? I can play banjo, mandolin. I've always wanted to play banjo. Fiddle. That would be awesome. Dobro. My gosh. Bull bass. Now you said the, the keyboard player plays mandolin also? Yeah. Wow. That's that's something I don't hear about. He, he plays mandolin, guitar. I don't know what it is. Harmonicas. Harmonicas. Yeah, he'll have he'll have some harmonicas out later on tonight. Oh wow. I'm looking forward well, to that. He even plays a little horn. Yeah. <laughs> Sound uh, like a train. Now do y'all have more songs original that you're hoping to push out soon or are are you just steadily working on them? Well we've got them, but you just want to perfect them before yeah, you put them out? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want them to sound good before before they get out there. Now, what are your, y'all have any future plans? I mean, do y'all, what, what is the goal of this band? Do y'all want to be famous? Do y'all just want to have fun? Do you, <laughs> money? Uh, 38 years of it, I want to be famous. Fam- famous. <laughs> famous is good. Right. right now we're having fun. Yeah, I've been yeah, in so long. I'll give up chasing the, the big view. Yeah. Right. It's all fun, man. Music's right. one of them things. If you plan on getting fun. rich at it, you're barking up the wrong right. tree. Well, White and Jennings say it himself. He said, if you're going at it for the money, you're going for the wrong reason. That's right. 
know? Well, it all starts out, everybody when they're younger, they want to, you know, I want to be a millionaire, a rock yep. star. Yeah, and that's the, it. I've noticed the key of it is if you really enjoy your craft, if you enjoy what you're doing, you're going out and having fun, your music sounds better. Yeah. Because you portray your, your emotions through your instrument, you portray your feelings, and, and people can pick up on that. Yeah. So you get that, your, your crowd involved. That's what I think the biggest thing for, right. for me is just for people to recognize that being good is one thing, but enjoying what you're doing is is the key to the whole thing. If you don't right. enjoy it, then you're not going to be you're successful at it. You're not going to hear that. Like they can feel it, too. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. something like, which music nowadays, uh, modern music's gotten so commercialized. I mean... It's not necessarily who can play, who can sing. It's who looks good. Yeah. Country's you know, not country right. anymore. Right? Oh no! Uh, you know, who's got money to get started? Uh, they're they're just pushing the whole. And we like up. we like to concentrate on doing things the way we want to do it. It might right. not be uh, the, that person who recorded that song on the radio. He had as many takes as it took right. to make that thing sound right. You only have one shot up here in front of folks so we uh we try to make sure that we play mm -hmm. it the way right. that we like to play it well we've changed a lot of songs around the, you know change them make them your own yeah make it our own way we might speed it up we might rock it up you know yeah. we, we do uh, knock on heaven's door uh -huh. but we, we do it no other way you've heard it. we do merle hager swinging doors like you've never heard. yeah Mustang Sally, we do some stuff with Mustang that you've never. Y'all are talking our language now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we listen to everything, which in this line of business we uh, we pretty much require we everything from uh, the gospel to hard rock to everything. Y'all southern rock, we love that. I mean, yeah, we do a bit of that. Too. The yeah, we all cut our teeth. CCR, yeah, uh, Skinner, yeah. Molly Hatch, right. you know. Uh, now. Which, Wayland, 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 Wayland. which <laughs> garage bands are kind of they're they're trying to make a comeback. I mean, it seems like it has gone in waves over the years. It it started out, you know, everybody wants a live band, and then for money reasons and such, they go to karaoke. Right. And now karaoke's starting to die down, and the the garage band's coming back. We've noticed a, a large uh, spike in people demanding, you know, live music. Have y'all noticed that or? Uh, is it well, to yet? well, during the coronavirus, oh, yeah, during the coronavirus. <laughs> let me tell you, we have lost, we have lost fourteen shows and three festivals during this coronavirus. Oh, you know, and uh, like I said, we we have fun playing, but you know, if you count that up, what we were supposed to get paid at these things, we've lost a lot of money. You're right, a lot of money. Yeah, things was booming before us yeah, before but, yeah, all we, this happened. We were booked. We were booked when this coronavirus. We were booked all of March, April, May, and into June. Yeah, it just killed you. And killed us. Man. wonder how many songs are going to come out in the next month or two. I survived Corona yeah. or something. I mean, you don't miss so many Corona songs. Yeah, it's my just going to come out. Yeah, my, my, my Corona. corona. <laughs> wonder how many bartenders have been asked for a Corona hold the virus. Now, who do you look up to? Who? Uh, let's, let's start. Let's go around the, the table here. Who is your the person, the singer, the famous person that you look up to the most? George Jones. Is that who inspired you to get into it? Or? George Jones? Well, you can't beat some George. Now, all right, what about you? As far as guitar goes, Stevie Vai, you know, uh -huh. I, I like the way he plays. I wish I could play half of what he does. You wow. know, and it's it's real hard to do, but wow. I like the way he plays. 
Okay, and you? I'm just all the highwaymen. I think they right. are yeah, they right. are the backbone of all of it. Right. You well, can't beat them from were, writing to singing to. They were rule breakers. I mean, they they just took charge and <laughs> yeah, did what the hell they wanted yeah, to do. Exactly. And are you? Um, uh, there's a lot say. of oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I especially mean, for guitar. I, I was torn between country and rock. Right. Uh, I guess. Merle Haggard. Uh, that's that was like one of my all-time favorite countries, but also my rock side. I mean, Skinner. Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. could not be. When I grew up, Skinner was ultimate. Well, we're in the South. Skinner is the shit. I learned nearly every song Skinner ever did. At one, at one time, I could almost play every song they did. Here, here's a question off script. What was the first song that you played all the way through that you said, I can do this? Wildwood Flower. Oh, really? I believe that's a lot of people's songs. That's probably one of their first songs they ever learned. Hey. First song they ever learned was Wipeout. Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Bad Moon Rising. Do you, do you have oh, a... Oh, Proud Mary. Oh, man. I'm going to love this. So, uh, in all your travels, in all your gigs, what was the largest one you played? The largest, the largest, the largest the fourth, crowd. The Fourth of July at the, the lake in Florence. I mean, yeah, the river, in Florence, the river in Florence. We had about fifteen thousand people up there. Oh, fifteen thousand! Yeah. Wow, that that must have been a rush. Oh yeah. That good. So, how many like bikinis got thrown on the stage? I've asked some questions like that to other right. bands. I'm like, honey, don't believe this. I love you. Uh, I'm I'm happily married. Yeah, those are totally different shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a family park. Yeah, I, I do a lot of bike rallies, uh, yeah. so I go. No, a lot we, of, we played those too. Yeah, I go to a lot of bike rallies, and uh, you, the stuff you see there yeah. will blow your mind. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. Let's get back to the where y'all most of the base out of. Yeah, that's a good question. We, Marion County. Yeah, we we, we we claim Muscle Shoals because you know I got got that's where the music is up there. Right. Yeah. But I'm from Gwin. We don't claim Muscle Shoals. We claim Pea Ridge, Alabama. That's you know? where uh, I never <laughs> lived in Muscle Shoals. I haven't either. What's the worst stiff y'all have ever gotten? Like a, backing out of a payment or? Oh, I didn't have to have them here recently. We showed up, set up for a show that we were hired to do. Right. Well, uh, then walk in, after we get set up and sound check, in walks another band and says they're supposed to be playing. Yeah, and come to find out, the lady that had us booked had recently got fired by the new owner. They hired a new and one. they had so that's where all that. But that was and, rather embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and then we were told that we had to leave. Oh, I said, let's split it. Come on, guys. Well, actually, ended up, actually, the band ended up both bands. Yeah, well. the band uh, that was there wind up taking our side. I said, look, you can't do these guys this way. And they said, we can do it. Uh, so, many said, no, bands, so many bands. So many bands. We're going with stiffed. this band. We're both leaving. <laughs> uh, so many bands get stiffed. Uh, oh yeah, it's horrible. I mean, if y'all are giving your time and giving quality entertainment, I mean, come on, pay them. Uh, but I don't think a lot of folks realize all the work that oh, goes yeah. into this. Not well, I've said this a lot of this. I've said this on dozens, dozens of podcasts. Uh, a garage band is, are the only people that will pack up. $15,000 worth of equipment in a $1,500 car, drive 500 miles for $300. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's not because of the money. That's because of the love right there. Yeah. I mean, you can't say you're in it for the money if that's all you're doing. I have been doing that. You don't know how many times I've done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did it last weekend. You know? Yeah, actually, we did it last weekend. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> which, now, I know uh, with the coronavirus, everything's, you know, you never know what's happening next. But do y'all have any idea where you're going to be next? Or have y'all got your... Uh, Bookings up or the next one we're going to do a uh, a we have a benefit benefit yeah uh, horse ride uh, big show at Hodges um, for a lady that her small child recently died oh, no. was already sick and uh, they asked us to play the benefit so I don't think people realize how much charity. Local well, we uh, they yeah, they asked me they I work with with the lady who's putting the thing on and she asked me what would we pay what would we, what would we charge and I said well normally it's this amount here but for this that's totally different I said let me talk to the guys and uh, so when I asked the guys I said look guys right, I, I I'm gonna tell her at least half price and then everybody said. Well, we can tell her that, and then we'll turn around and give that money back to them. So right. we're actually playing it for free for Good. for the fact of what it is and what it's for. Yeah, and we've never we've never played one of those. What something didn't come back to us on a paying show by doing that. So mm-hmm. we're when is that? That's next weekend. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Hodges Horse Park, Hodges, Alabama. Right. We can announce that. See if we can get something going with y'all. You got it. Yep. All right. Now, if y'all are, y'all have any good road stories, anything? Uh... <laughs> I don't know if we can tell something. Well, <laughs> yeah. <we'd... laughs> if you're married, you might not want to. But other than that, uh, you ought to hear some of the shit we put on this podcast. <laughs> Luckily, we haven't been shut down. Huh? Um, yeah, we've we've heard some. Wild stories on here. Oh, I guess that kind of makes it interesting enough to keep going, if nothing else, just see what's going to happen next. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you never know what to expect. A lot of places. I love the people. I love coming out here and meeting the people. I didn't know you guys before I came in here tonight. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, I love meeting people, new people, making friends. That, that's my deal. I love meeting people and that's getting me. their stories yeah. and find out what's going on. Uh, I actually am a transplant to Aberdeen from Memphis, Tennessee. Are you? And uh, yeah. Willie Nelson. Uh, did an interview, uh, not with us, unfortunately, uh, and he said one of the biggest bar fights he had ever seen was at a place called Bad Bob Vapors, and that was a place that I used to hang out. Oh, really? <laughs> and he said it was the worst fight he had ever seen in his life was at Bad Bob Vapors in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm like, thank God I wasn't there that night. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I might have been able to see Willie, but I've probably been, you know, out of a coma before I realized it. We came into a little club up in Caledonia, Mississippi, mm-hmm. years ago, <laughs> and when we came in, when we came in the door to bring our equipment and all in, there was two women on on top of the pool table just fighting like hell. I mean, <laughs> just beating sparks off of one another. So we've yeah, probably we, been to that club. <laughs> they 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 give our beer. They put our beer in a tub back behind the stage there, so we could get to it, and we all kept our back to one another. So. <laughs> Where can we find y'all? Yeah, are y'all on Facebook or anything? 
Yeah. Y'all have a page? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. It's Creek. No, Creek is on Facebook. Creekband.com is our uh, website. All right, and can they order merchandise from you and stuff like that? We don't have any merchandise up yet. Okay. Don't have any merchandise. Like, we used to, but we, we I've just, got a few t-shirts with me tonight, and I'm right. what I've got left. You know, I haven't got many left at all. You know, so. merch costs so much to, yeah. to get, and yeah, by no. the time you get it, and you have to charge for it. It's yeah, it's not. It's definitely not a money maker. Yeah. What's the best way to get in touch with Cal if somebody wanted to hire y'all? Go to, go to our Facebook page. That's the best place. I've got numbers on there. The website's got numbers on it. You know, I've got cards. You know, I give paper cards. I don't want to keep them. I know they got yeah. to start. Uh, yeah, what time are y'all starting? Are we holding y'all up? I think we're supposed to start at 8 o'clock here about 10 minutes ago. Oh, so. Lord, let me get so we don't here. We don't have anybody in here yet. Man, so I can I sit here and talk to y'all all night. Yeah, I mean, you. I could go, we could open up a few beers and sit here until 3 o'clock in the morning. But hey, I'll tell you what, it was really nice to meet y'all. I'll go ahead and cut it off now. I had a few things I was going to say, but we'll do that for next time. I'm sure y'all will be back. Oh, yeah. And uh, y'all, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to y'all playing tonight. Good. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. All right, everybody, y'all heard it. That was Creek. They're going to play here live in just a few minutes. I'm telling you, I've heard the sound check. I think you're going to be very, very impressed. (laughs) But (laughs) what is. You know how band members are. It's hard for them to hear. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Oh, I didn't know we were still recording. Oh, yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're professional here, aren't we? But, yeah, y'all, I'm telling you yeah. what. Go to our Facebook page, uh, Verbal Abuse Podcast, all one word. We're going to try to post some of their music if we can, if it's not corrupt this time, like last time. And I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy them as much as yeah. we do. They're going to be more of a country, yeah, okay. southern rock band. With a few that they've changed around and made their own, I'm telling you what, y'all check them out. Tell me what you think. We love you. This is Cheeseburger and Ace for the verbal for the verbal abuse comedy podcast with band interviews, and we love you.
here at the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I want to say a special thank you to everybody that served, everybody that helped somebody else out. Yeah. First yeah. responders, veterans. Police, firemen. Nurses, doctors. EMTs. Anybody that served, has served, or will serve, thank you so much for the freedoms that we have. And we try here never to take them for granted. Except the Girl Scouts. Except the Girl Scouts. They, they yeah, charge they too much. Tra- I mean, those, but the cookies are so good. I didn't say they wasn't. They're good. I mean, they peddled the good shit, but it still looks better. Like, anyway, anyway back, okay. back to what we're doing. Back to what we're doing. Thank uh, you, everybody, for all that you do. We love you. We love you. I'm Cheeseburger. And Ace. And we love you all. If you can't be with who you love, love the one you're with. <laughs>